national security is truly at risk, as the administration says, then isn't keeping that abortion policy in place, in effect, superseding national uh, security? How? I'm not sure I understand. You want to get the, the, the nominations through, right? You take back the policy. Oh, so, you, so the suggestion is that we should just turn our backs. No, I get it. I didn't say it was yours. But the suggestion is we should just turn our backs on one in five of every, every person in the United States military, let alone their family members, just so we can get these, these officers confirmed. That's the suggestion that I think you're elucidating. Um, and that just would be an egregious violation of the covenant that we make, the military makes, with the people that sign up and volunteer. Remember this, they're volunteers. There's not conscription, there's no draft. People volunteer for this. And when they volunteer for that duty, they have every right to expect that they're going to get the health care they need. And let me tell you something else. A healthy force is a ready force. So don't talk to me about national security being impaired. Um, uh, the one impairing national security is Senator Tuberville, not only because he's depriving the military of necessary leadership in the field and at sea, but he's also willing to deprive female members of the military, 20% of the force, from necessary health care. That both is a violation of national security. How does it all end? How does it all wrap up? I can't possibly predict that, but you know, I could tell you how I'd like it to end. I'd like it to see, and I think I speak certainly for everybody in the administration, for Mr. Tuberville to lift his ridiculous hold. All right, so that's the wise voice of John Kirby uh, being challenged about the abortion policy put in place by the military that would allow women to have like a three-week break, an all-expense-paid vacation to go to a location where they can get the abortion of their choice. And that means uh, states uh, could be that get uh, give abortion for all nine months uh, because we have several of them now, several choices. But the military will play, pay for it all, which is against federal law, which is the point that Senator Tom, Tommy Tuberville has tried to make ever since the abortion policy was put in place. And that reporter made the mistake of asking John Kirby, uh, well, why don't you just reverse the policy, for heaven's sake, if you want these uh, officers to get through more quickly and get their, you know, their ranks, their promotions, why don't you just drop the policy? And then Kirby goes apoplectic uh, and uh, you know, says all kinds of things. We'll actually revisit that clip later on in the show and talk about it with more detail. This is Sandy Rios on Sandy Rios 24-7, and today we'll be talking to Senator Tommy Tuberville, who was the one fighting this, kind of a one-man band. I mean, not not really. He's got support from people like Senator Mike Lee and others who were fighting with him, but not enough, not enough. He's trying to change that abortion policy in the military, and he's also trying to stop the leftist woke destruction of the U.S. military. So he'll join us in just a second. And speaking of abortion, I do believe we're coming to a time faster rather than slower where the only way we're going to be able to stop this slaughter of the innocents, and that's what it is, is to show women their babies by an ultrasound. It could be that we'll get to the point that women are the only ones that can stop this. That women are the only ones who can say, I'm not going to do that to my baby. And one of the very best ways we have right now uh, in the United States and around the country, around the world, is the uh, 40 ultrasound, which shows the baby in great detail in the mother's womb. And we know now through crisis pregnancy centers that over 50% of the women who see their babies say, I'm not doing that. 
What if, if military moms could see that of, of unborn babies? Do you suppose? Really, honestly, with a policy like that, the, how are we going to do this? If Senator Tuberville can't stop this, and if pro-life Republican senators are not willing to fight it, which they obviously are not, at least not enough of them, uh, then the only way I believe that we can actually do this at this point is to support an organization like Preborn that provides these ultrasounds. If you haven't given yet, go to preborn.com slash Sandy. That's preborn.com slash Sandy and make your most generous donation. I'm heart sick even just opening up the show today. This is a tough topic, but we'll be talking about the military and about this abortion policy. Remember that you can find us on any podcast platform. You can listen on our mothership, which is AFR.net. You can go to uh, sandyrios.com and listen also very easily. You can write us at sandy at AFR.net. You can call us at 662-821-2040. That's 662-821-2040. And also you can just sit back and relax and listen and share. This edition of Sandy Rios 24-7. From American Family Radio, Sandy Rios. We are not called to be nice. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C. is Fox News contributor Sandy Rios. I think the most important thing we need to demonstrate to our children is genuineness. That we actually believe what we say we believe. A longtime Fox News contributor, Sandy Rios, thanks very much for being with us. Seek justice. Not social justice, but God's justice. What's right and what's wrong. Sandy Rios is with the American Family Association. A pro-life radio talk show host. We've got to say this is the line. Life is sacred. Director of Governmental Affairs for the American Family Association. Step up. Speak up. Say something. Do something. Wow, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham couldn't have made it more clear there, laying out the real-world consequences of Senator Tommy Tuberville's hold on military promotions. One man holding hundreds of promotions. He was one of a few Republicans, Graham, who was on the floor overnight calling on the Alabama lawmaker to end the blockade of more than 400 military promotions. On Tuesday, the Senate Rules Committee approved a resolution that would temporarily allow the upper chamber to approve military promotions in large batches instead of one by one as Tuberville's holds require. The resolution will now head to the full Senate for a vote, which will have to come after the chamber's Thanksgiving recess, which this wait has been excruciating for military families. And as Lindsey Graham points out, it's a self-inflicted wound on our military and on the party. Mika Brzezinski on MSNBC explaining so eloquently what is in fact not true about what's happening with Senator Tommy Tuberville and the holds on military officers. We're going to talk about that this morning with the senator, and I want to just say, if you just listen to the news and even to these Republican senators who have kind of turned the knife in him, that's Joni Ernst and Todd Young and Lindsey Graham and I think, uh, I think Mitt Romney as well, Senator Tuberville is trying to stop this radical abortion policy in the Pentagon. Uh, And it's not true that he is stopping these promotions. That's an abject lie. This is all twisted, and yet he stands. He's gone to the floor, I think, 15 times to defend his holds. Uh, We've talked to him before about that, but because it's so confusing 
And because the press is twisting it so much, it's time for another conversation. So Senator Tuberville, <laughs> Senator Tommy Tuberville, has been a beloved head football coach at Auburn for many, many years. This is his first political, uh, this is the first time he's thrown his hat in the ring politically. He was beloved as a football coach. And now, honestly, uh, Senator Tuberville, I would imagine that your the love for you in Alabama and admiration has gone Sky high census. I know that's not why you're doing it, but God bless you for it, and good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm doing well, sir. I'm doing very well. All right, so here's the confusing thing for people. They say you have a hold on these nominees, and the, the military suffering terribly. That's what Mika just led us to believe, and so do others. Six nominees have gotten through. We've got the C.Q. Brown, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, the Marine Commandant, and I'm not sure who else. Well, how did that happen if you... Uh, are maintaining your hold? Well, there's an opportunity for Chuck Schumer, the leader of the Senate, to bring up as many as he wants during the week, one at a time. And uh, he could have done that for the last 10, 11 months, and we wouldn't be in this situation that we're in. But he's trying to hold me accountable, and which I am. I'm holding up, uh, I guess, close to 350 now. It's uh, been growing weekly. Of anybody that's a general or an admiral, now, uh, I'm fighting against several things. I'm fighting against taxpayers having to pay for anything to do with an abortion. And I'm fighting the Pentagon and the White House from having an executive overreach and making laws without going through Congress. Uh, this country is turning into a fascist country. It's turning into a socialist communist country. And it's all starting in the White House. These people don't care about what the people think. They're going to do what they want to do. And that's what happens when you have a country that's ran by dictators. And so we got a huge problem. But, uh, you know, I, I hate that I've had these holes or had to have these holes on these admirals and generals for this long because we got a lot of good ones that need to go through. Now, there's some that I could care less about whether they ever get a promotion because they're woke. <laughs> uh, they're, in, yep. uh, they're in a situation where they're teaching all this DEI woke nonsense to our military, but some of them need to be promoted. But I tell you, Chuck Schumer would rather run our military in the ground than to do what's right for the American people. See, I think one thing that people don't understand that you've made very clear on the Senate floor and in your speaking, but still, you understand Senate rules are, they, that's not the stuff people understand. They don't talk about that over their dinner time. And so what the issue is, to make it clear for people listening, the way they want these generals, admirals, joint chiefs of staff, etc., pass is by a group effort putting them all in this huge slate and having the Senate just vote yay or nay up and down for the, for the 300 or 400 that remain. That's what Senator Tuberville is saying. No, no, you can vote for them, but one at a time. We have to consider them. Is, it, is that the issue? Well, the issue goes back to dictating and letting us uh, set the policy uh, for abortion in the military. But, yeah, you're exactly right. They could... They could bring these one at a time, and, and probably if you're a three- or a four-star general, you probably should be vetted through the Senate where we can uh, uh, do our due diligence to make sure they're the right people to run a trillion-dollar business, which is our military. Uh, it's the weakest it's ever been. Now, we've still got a lot of great officers and and uh, unlisted uh, uh, people that, that run our military, but if you look at what we've got now, we can't recruit hardly anybody because this woke – uh, generation of of leaders that we have in some areas 
they're turning people off. We ran off almost 10,000 people because they wouldn't take a vaccine. Now they're trying to get them to all come back. We cannot field a military that's prepared, ready to fight one war, much less three uh, that are a possibility within a very short period of time. But, again, we're getting away from the subject here. You know, the thing about it now is we're getting to a point where we're going to have to start finding ways to get some of these people promoted because I do I do want to get some of these people promoted, but not all, obviously. But I want to make sure that, uh, you know, my colleagues on the right, uh, so-called uh, Republicans, that, uh, uh, you know, coming down the pipe is Chuck Schumer is getting ready to try to change the rule of the Senate. But he's got to have 60 votes where they can bypass my holes. Now, my understanding is, is he has nine or ten Republican senators. And uh, I do not want to change the rules of the Senate because of this. But uh, I'm trying to find a way around it. Uh, but, again, right now uh, it looks like that uh, Senator Schumer could get 60 votes to say, listen, we're gonna, we can go around coach. We don't have to worry about his holes anymore. We're going to change the rules that have been intact in our, in our Senate chamber for hundreds of years. And uh, it's just unfortunate uh, that, the, the, you know, if the Republicans were in charge, we'd, we'd never be able to get 10 Democrats to do anything to go along with us. We're going to pause our discussion for a second. Uh, this is a pretty traumatic uh, and dramatic, and we're going to continue with this in just a second with more information for you on how to help Senator Tuberville. I, I got the impression he was a little discouraged, so we're going to figure out ways of helping him because he needs help and he needs our support. Uh, but first, let me tell you that Christian Healthcare Ministries is waiting to provide your health care for your family in a whole new way. It's not an insurance. It's a way where Christians pool their resources, and they also share their bills. Uh, so basically, you register sort of like you don't have insurance at all because you don't have it technically. And you can negotiate lower prices for surgeries, for procedures, uh, that's also part of the mix. You get the bill, then you send it to Christian Healthcare Ministries, and they pay the bill. Now, that depends on what level you buy, of course, and you'd have to check into that. But that's the way it works, and I'm hearing such wonderful things about that and how it works. Also, you don't have the an insurance company dictating to you that you can do this and you can't do that and you must do that. Uh, so uh, this gives you freedom, complete freedom, to cover your health care, to go to the doctor you want, to get the procedure you want. Just go to Christian Healthcare Ministries, chministries.org slash Sandy. That's chministries.org slash Sandy. It's been shocking to me how your colleagues have stepped up to get, not all of them, of course, some of them, some have been too silent, but you have some that have been very vocal. In fact, I have a clip here. Uh, you know, one thing I fail to say, Senator, because you never can assume that people understand, and I apologize for this, because the reason you did this is uh, also, it's not only the horrible way the Senate is pushing through these terrible woke nominees by these group votes, it's also the reason you did this initially. So they imposed this terrible abortion policy, and that's what really was the trigger for you. And they did it illegally, as you point out. It was not legal. And they're refusing to uh, they're refusing to remove it. And so I want to play a clip. Uh, I just want your response to this, Senator Tuberville. This happened uh, a, a month or so ago. Uh, Joni Ernst, too, I remember when she uh, ran for Senate. She was so pro-life. She wore it like a badge. And uh, so did Todd and Jan. They all do. They all say they're pro-life. And yet this is what they stood to say. Senator uh, Lindsey Graham, the same. 
This is what they said about what you're doing. Here it is, clip three. I understand the national security risks that are out there and the detriment to readiness as we continue to hold over 450 of the finest men and women that have served their nation honorably under the flag of our nation in our uniform. The reason I don't, I don't think this current approach is even constructive is, is because, uh, as many of my colleagues have already stated, it punishes those brave service members who, who didn't develop the policy and can't change it. If you do not believe these holes are having an effect on the military, I don't question <clears throat> your sincerity, I question your judgment. If this continues, this is one of the worst self-inflicted wounds I have seen in 20 years. We're right. taking the military and throwing it in the ditch in terms of command structure. There are people filling jobs today that are waiting to go to their next assignment and they can't get there because they can't get promoted. They're paying two house payments, not one. They have children don't know what school they're going to go to. They deserve better than this. All right, Senator Trevorville, can you respond to those uh, fellow colleagues, uh, Republican senators? Could you quickly just respond to those arguments? Yeah, you know, I, I was a military brat. I understand the military. Uh, my dad was career military. So uh, there's nobody more military than me uh, here in the United States Senate. We need number one in this country. Number the, the most important thing that we need is a strong, efficient military that can protect not only our citizens, but our, also our allies. I understand that. Here's the problem. We have so many different groups trying to infiltrate our military that it is weakening us every day. Starting with now we're going to have abortion in the military. Now, let me say this. 35 years ago, we passed here in the Senate, Joe Biden voted for it in the NDAA, a policy for abortion in the military, the three exceptions. And it has worked very, very efficiently for 35 to 40 years. There has been no problem. We have had zero people uh, in the military that has complained about this policy. The problem I have is now this administration wants to change this policy simply for the fact that they think they can do it without going through Congress, even though it went through Congress 35, 40 years ago. The American people know that this is probably the one one if not the most controversial subjects in our lifetime in our country, abortion. The people in this country need their uh, public servants to vote on this, to vote how they want them to vote towards this very controversial subject. That's all I wanted. I wanted a vote. This Pentagon and this administration would not let a vote on the Senate floor because they knew it wouldn't pass. They knew that some of their senators on the Democratic side would have to make a vote that was correct, which would vote against this new policy, but they didn't want them to have that bad vote. It's all about getting reelected up here. It's not about anything other than that. It's not about having a strong military. It's not about doing the right thing. It's about getting reelected. And I'm sick and tired of it, to be honest with you. So 
we're putting people in harm's way simple for the fact for politics up here and politics needs to be out of the military or we're going to ruin it well and also you're you are exposing what i know because i've been there so long working uh that people that say they're pro-life really don't care they really don't care uh when it comes to paying a price for or, or putting pedal to the metal they don't do it this is not the first time, but you're exposing that. So we have pro-life Republicans, you know, working against you to stop this abortion policy. And so now you say there is a Senate Rules Committee pending uh, resolution that Schumer wants to pass, and he, they, he says he has nine to ten senators. Do you know who those are? Well, some of them you just heard speak. Uh, I would imagine. Now, I can't, I can't, I can't vote for them. Uh, they got to make their own mind up. It will be brought to the floor. Uh, probably within the next two weeks, uh, we will vote on this, and they're going to vote and pass it and go around me. Now, unless unless we can find out and get some kind of uh, answer to this problem, uh, and hopefully I'm going to try to work with some of these senators because they are Republicans, uh, I want to try to get them to vote against it. Uh, I'm going to see if there's anything that I can possibly do to get their vote to vote Schumer down, because then if he gets voted down, he's got big problems. We don't need to answer his problems. And that's what would exactly happen if we give them 10 votes on the Republican side to pass this resolution to bypass my holes. That does not need to happen. So I'm going to work with as many people as I can find that would consider voting against this and uh, voting against me uh, and bypassing my holes. Uh, but if they vote to do that and they bypass us, uh, so be it. There's nothing else I can do. Yeah. Well, and I just want to make it clear. You're going to hear a lot of beating of the breast about how the military is becoming weakened because of what Senator Tuberville has done, and that is just not true. As I understand it, Senator Tuberville, people are coming in and filling those roles. Some of them just don't have the exact title yet. So it's not crippling. The thing that's crippling the military is, as you said, it's having women shower with men and inviting transgender, you know, welcoming transgenders, performing their surgeries. The, the garbage, the, uh, the critical race theory, that's what's killing the military. That's what people are not signing up. It's not because you're doing a want these people to be voted on individually. That's what you're asking for. And so it's a lie when Republican senators stand up now and beat their breast and say they're trying to save the military and Senator Tuberville is trying to destroy the military. That's an abject lie. And what they're saying to you is they don't give a wit, not a wit, about the, the lives of the babies and the, the women who are involved in this a really egregious abortion policy that the Pentagon has forced on the military illegally. That's what Senator Tuberville is trying to prevent. Uh, so we will be publicizing, Senator Tuberville, who those 10 are, and I'm sure someone's already writing about that. Uh, if I'm sure that you're hesitant to do that because you're a gentleman. Uh, but again, it's Joni Ernst and Todd Young and uh, Lindsey Graham and whoever else, I'm sure they'll vote for it. What are the repercussions for this rule also? I mean, what arguments are there to make? And then I'll let you go, sir. Uh, what are the arguments against passing this rule? Won't it have – the Senate is not eager to change their rules. So what is the downside for the Democrats if they pass this rule? Well, first of all, this rule is just a, a vote to change the rules of the Senate to where they can go around holes of the military. Now, it's a very restricted resolution. It can only be on holes of the military. But the problem is – 
you start down this path where you can get people to vote on a resolution to change the rules of the Senate, you can have some huge consequences years down the road. Just like uh, used to, it took 60 votes to confirm anybody in the Senate. And I think Harry Reid or somebody in the past said, well, uh, I want to change this to 50 votes. And they did that. And it's had huge consequences. We have got some judges that are god-awful in this country now. And you're seeing that, these judges across the country that are not looking into voter fraud. They're not looking into crime, kids committing crimes right and left, being let out of prison. All those things can happen, but it's because of the change of the rules of the Senate. Uh, nobody likes to change the rules. I can't believe any of anybody, even Democrats, would want to change the rule on this. But again... Uh, they don't want to do it the right way. They don't want to bring bring them in individually. But, again, it's about a military that's in trouble. Our military is in trouble. The first thing that Joe Biden did when he got elected, he put a lot of our military people under one-day training, a stand-down order for extremism. The next thing he did was he allowed uh, and has, has allowed people to join the military to transition to transition their gender, which costs fifty to sixty thousand dollars, paid for by the taxpayers in this country. Now, I don't care what you what you think you are or want to be. You can be a giraffe. I don't care. It makes me no difference. We need people in the military that can train to defend people in this country, not to go in for some social justice nonsense that the American taxpayer is going to, have to pay for. We we have our priorities in the wrong direction. So. There's an accumulation of things here, but this is just one thing that we could stop. We could stop this policy if the Republicans would stand up and say, no, we're not going to vote for this resolution. No, we're going to stand with Coach. We're going to hold these holes until they change it, but we're not going to do it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna probably end up vote, voting for this to change the resolution. I'm going to have to sit down with some of these people and try to work out some kind of agreement where we don't do that. I do not want to change the rules. But I also don't want to give up on what's, what I think could be very effective for us to get this military back the way it should. Senator Tuberville, just to, how can we, because it's rules of the Senate, it's, you, you understand, it's complicated, you understand that. For people who are not thinking about those things, how can they best help you? I'm sure they're listening, they want to help, they agree with you, but what is a simple thing they can do? I'm sure call their senators, but say what? What can they say? Protect our Constitution, protect our military, protect the process of our Senate. Don't change the rules. Uh, again, it is what it is. I mean, we, we vote up here, okay? We vote uh, to make things legal and not legal, to pass, to confirm, and those things. Uh, the process is just broken right now. It's absolutely broken. So uh, if, you, if, if the people across the country would, would, would call their congressman, Put their two cents worth in. Tell them what you think about, you know, really just our government as we speak. Because this country is in trouble. I mean, our, it ain't, it's not just about this this policy. Our whole country is in trouble from the border to crime to inflation to foreign policy. Uh, we have huge, huge problems and are getting worse. But people need to start waking up. Pay attention to what's going on because one of these days people are going to wake up and go, what has happened to our country? We've lost it. And, folks, we're pretty dang close. Yeah, I agree with you. And that's why we need men like you. And don't think you're not accomplishing anything, Senator. 
Sometimes it's one well, person, one well, person who makes the that. difference. We're fighting for it, I promise you. Yeah, okay. Well, God bless you, and thank you for your time. We're going to do everything we can to help you, okay? Thank you. This is Sandy Rios 24-7 on American Family Radio. I had said earlier, and I would repeat today, that I think holding uh, these military personnel who have nothing to do with policy uh, in order to try to dictate a policy change that I personally support is not the best way to go about it. Senator McConnell, he personally supports it, but he's not going to fight for it. He's not going to try to stop it. He is absolutely the leader of the Senate. He could do something. But, you know, rather he would rather attack Senator Tuberville, who's trying to do something, and criticize how he's doing it and not support him. That's your leader, Senator Mitch McConnell. That's why I'm not a fan. Uh, but Senator Tuberville needs our support. And my suggestion is that you contact your senator and tell them to support Senator Tuberville. Support Senator Tuberville and stop I'm trying to make it simple. Support Senator Tuberville. They'll know what you mean. They will know what you mean. So, um, okay, so what he's trying to do, of course, is save lives in the military. He's trying to stop that. He's trying to do several things, but this is the catalyst that started it. Giving women, paying them. Uh, they're for travel, like a vacation, hotel, the expenses of an abortion, to travel to a state where they can get a, you know, at, in their, at their own free will and their own time, uh, but you're going to pay for that. That's against the law. It has been for a long time. Taxpayer dollars are not supposed to pay for abortions, but as you can see, we are in a lawless era of our country. And so Lloyd Austin and John Kirby and President Biden, they're, they're happy. This is great. They've been able to enforce this, impose this on the military. And so this is what uh, Senator Tuberville, he's fighting the chaos in the Senate, the lack of order, uh, the uh, totalitarian move by the Pentagon, the lack of the Senate stepping up to do their part, to vote and take this on, the refusal to vote on this abortion policy. Uh, and so while they're you know persecuting him, and, and trust me, they are in every way they can, senators turning on him, Republicans turning on him, He's doing the right thing. He's doing the courageous thing for us. And he's trying to say all this, this tough man, this coach, this strong man cares about unborn little babies. Isn't that the way it should be? Weren't, didn't God wire men to care for and protect their families? And that includes little unborn babies. Well, that brings us to Preborn, who s- supplies ultrasounds so that women can see their babies in utero and make a better decision, a better choice uh, to save the baby and not go through that abortion. And that's what we're talking about today. Perhaps uh, this will be the antidote. If Senator Tuberville cannot prevail in the Senate, uh, then some kind of counseling for these women in the military. We'll get to that at some point. But seeing their baby makes all the difference in the world. If, if you want to help, go to preborn.com slash Sandy. That's preborn.com slash Sandy. If the national security is truly at risk, as the administration says, then isn't keeping that abortion policy in place, in effect, superseding national uh, security? How? I'm not sure I understand. 
you want to get the, the, the nominations through, right? You take back the power. Oh, so you, you so the suggestion is that we should just turn our backs. No, I get it. I didn't say it was yours. But the suggestion is we should just turn our backs on one in five of every every person in the United States military, let alone their family members, just so we can get these these officers confirmed. That's the suggestion that I think you're elucidating. Um, and that just would be an egregious violation of the covenant that we make, the military makes, with the people that sign up and volunteer. Remember this, they're volunteers. There's not conscription, there's no draft. People volunteer for this. And when they volunteer for that duty, they have every right to expect that they're going to get the health care they need. And let me tell you something else. A healthy force is a ready force. So don't talk to me about national security being impaired. Um, uh, the one impairing national security is Senator Tuberville, not only because he's depriving the military of necessary leadership in the field and at sea, but he's also willing to deprive female members of the military, 20% of the force, from necessary health care. That both is a violation of national security. How does it all end? How does it all wrap up? I can't possibly predict that, but you know, I could tell you how I'd like it to end. I'd like it to see, and I think I speak certainly for everybody in the administration, for Mr. Tuberville to lift his ridiculous hold. Okay, so there you go. That's the spokesman for the Pentagon, uh, John Kirby. I think he's a general, isn't he? Does he have the rank of general or something like that, Bruce? Or lieutenant general? He was like formerly that. a general, I believe, in the yeah. Air Force. Yeah, so now you, you thought that was a woman speaking, didn't you? I actually did. I <laughs> maybe the sexism is coming out of me, but when I heard that clip originally, I th- it, well, just leave it at that. Yeah. But you know, John Kirby. I, I actually, to me, what he just said is completely a straw man argument. Uh, he made the point exactly that when people enter the military now, it's because they are volunteering to enter the military. And when they volunteer to enter the military, they should be aware of what the policy is exactly. regarding things like abortion. Now, if you're drafted and you're subjected to a policy, that's different. I, I might agree with what John Kirby's saying if he would make it, uh, it's a non-volunteer force. But that's it's right. a, absolutely a voluntary it's, it's force. Totally. I thought of that, too. I thought, well, so, so it's a voluntary force, so you know what you're getting into. But now it's a voluntary force where you are, you know, owed a transgender surgery and an abortion on demand. I have several problems with what he said, Bruce. Yeah. First of all, he said we, we were turning our backs on one in five members of the military. Are one in five members of the military pregnant? Getting pregnant? Right. Really? And, and he makes it sound like it applies to every single woman that's in the military. Yes. That they all, all 20% of them are in need of an abortion. Yes, exactly. So that's perverted. And then the other part of that that's really perverted, he actually used these, uses these terms. It's a violation of the covenant. A violation of the covenant we make. What is he talking about, Bruce? Have you ever, now I know you, you didn't serve in the military, you served in the FBI, but by the way, this is my sweetheart. I did not introduce him properly. My <laughs> husband, Bruce, former FBI agent. Did you ever, I mean, does the military make covenants with people? Isn't that like a marriage term or a, a religious term? It is. Uh, the military, when you, when you enlist, that is a contract. Not a now, covenant. It, it's not a covenant. It's a contract. And it is a sacred contract, I think, in my mind, that somebody agrees to uh, put their life on the line potentially to serve their country. But it is a contract when you really get down to it. And as I stated earlier, 
when you sign up, if you are concerned before you go in about, well, if I need an abortion, what is the policy? That can be well laid out for you before you ever sign on that dotted line. It's not later uh, hit. uh, They don't later hit you with it as a surprise. So there's so many things wrong with what the Senate is. uh, These senators are trying to make this situation sound like. First off, the Senate is very lazy. They are working an average of three days a week. Um, and they take the weekends off. That's only the five-day work week. Uh, they, they take the weekends off. They take two of the days off, usually during the week. And Chuck Schumer is trying to make it sound like his body, the Senate, does not have time to individually review each of these commanders. And as Senator uh, Tuberville stated, the military is a $1 trillion industry. And there are components to the military where it does need to be run like a business. It, uh, that's taxpayer dollars, and it's also the national security. And the people that run the military need to be the, t- the very best we can find. Now, if someone is being nominated to be a four-star or three-star admiral or general, I think they should individually be able to stand up to a four-hour confirmation hearing. That is not asking a lot. If you are really that qualified, then I'm sure these senators are glad to put you through. But when they lump the bad ones in with the good ones and try to pass everyone through at the same time, I don't blame Senator Tuberville for saying, no, we are not going to accept these lesser people just for the sake of getting this over with. No, and one point he makes is that uh, this is the duty of the Senate. We vote. That's what we do. We have the, we are in a position, we don't listen, we don't do, just rubber stamp everything the executive and the military branch wants to do. We don't do that. They don't dictate to us. We have to vote. And I want to show you something, Bruce. I posted this on my Twitter account a couple of weeks ago. I want you to see this. This, it's hard for you to see from where you are, but this is the schedule of the Senate. When Tuberville said that they only work 80, they've had 80 days off, I'm not even sure that quite captures it. I've got this, all the red dates, that's when they don't work. Can you see that? Yes, I can. It's most of February. It's about half of March. It's all of October. It's all of August. It's uh, half of most of the December. Well, let's put it this way. Most of us would kill to have a, a work schedule like that. that mirrors the Senate. And, I, I, and they they waste so much time. And, you know, um, Mitch McConnell loves to talk about the rules of the Senate. Yes, and we does. are the deliberative body of the U.S. government. But then when he catches a little heat over what Senator Tuberville is doing, instead of backing him and saying... The rules are the rules, and we are going to follow the rules. And this is not, it's not necessary to go around the rules in this instance, just as it isn't in most uh, case, uh, occasions. Instead, he sort of makes a mealy mouth statement about, well, I support the policy, but like you say, he's not going to defend the policy. Meaning abortion. Oh, well, he's so. And he's, I want to be clear, I want to be clear. He claims he beats his breast, has gotten elected by, has claimed to be pro-life for the 40 million years he's been serving, and he does nothing. I can tell you firsthand from a front-row seat, 
He does, well, he's done a few things, I'm sure, somewhere. But when it cost him anything, he didn't do anything. I know this for a fact. Well, what staggers me, really, is that nine or ten Republican senators are willing to go against Senator Tuberville. As the senator said, you would never, never see the Democrats do this if the, if the worm was turned. And I'll tell you what, you people that live in districts, states that have these senators that are willing to try to go around Senator Tuberville, you need to get on the phone. Because this, you know how things go. If this precedent is set where if Chuck Schumer, you know, Chuck Schumer gets almost everything he wants already without being able to take these resolutions and go around that are stopping his agenda. If he at this time, boy, the, the, the barn door is open. He will get everything he wants. Yes, he will. And it'll just be, uh, it's, it's what, he, what he's going to get is going to be terrible for the country and terrible for our national defense. I was just trying to find, actually, Bruce, the, let me just say that Senator Mike Lee, if I have not mentioned this, is a fierce defender and ally of Tuberville, the strongest one that I know in the Senate. I want to make that clear. And I'm looking for names. I think the, what we can say for sure, uh, Dan Sullivan from Alaska, Joni Ernst from Iowa, Todd Young from Indiana, and Lindsey Graham from South Carolina. Uh, are opposing him in no uncertain terms. I think Mitt Romney's in that set, too. So uh, at least we know that. We'll know the other nine uh, soon. Uh, the, or, or the full nine is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, those are the nine turncoats. And uh, they, they, need to be, they need to hear from us that, yeah. uh, what they're doing. Yeah. You heard the, the uh, senator. This is a man who, you know, he understands the country. As he told you, he's a military brat. He's coached several high-level uh, college football teams. And being a coach in these major universities is like being a CEO. It's a tremendous uh, adventure. It's millions of dollars. If anyone understands what it's like to be vetted and to be qualified and then to be hired at, to be a head coach, you know, he's been at the University of Mississippi, he's been at Texas Tech, he's been at Auburn, he's been at Cincinnati, he's been at several schools. And everywhere he's gone, he's been a success. And so people like that recognize what it takes to be a good leader. And that's all Senator Tuberville is asking of Chuck Schumer, is that each of these commanders stand on his or her own as to whether or not they are qualified to be promoted into their slot. Yeah. And as he said also, there is not a gap in the military right now that these, say, these uh, vacancies that are being considered are actually vacant. They are not vacant at this time. There are people in those slots. They may be different people. And in fact, some of them may be the people that are being considered for uh, permanent assignment there. They may be filling the slot temporarily. Our military is not in jeopardy because these promotions are being held up. Our military is in jeopardy because of wrong priorities. DEI, transgender, uh, as you said, even to the point of women and men showering together in in in, in their assignments. 
Now, that's what's killing recruitment, and that's what's killing the quality of people coming into the military. It's not what Senator Tuberville is doing. One more thing I want to go into is kind of the timeline here, Bruce, because Tuberville has tried in good faith so hard to do what he can to persuade the Pentagon. This all went into motion right after Roe versus Wade was overturned, and that's June of 2022. And after that, the Department of Defense claimed that they would have to— that had significant implications for readiness of the force. You remember uh, Kirby said in his comments, <laughs> he says a healthy force is a ready force in, a, in regard to abortion, as though pregnant women or uh, women who've aborted their babies are more healthy somehow, which is just so bizarre, but that's where they are. So they developed this policy but didn't want to tell anyone what the details were. So... Lloyd Austin released a memorandum called Ensuring Access to Reproductive Reproductive Healthcare, and that was October of 2022. In November, Senator Tuberville and others sent a letter asking what they're talking about, asking for a meeting. The, The Pentagon and Austin blew him off more than once, ignored his letters, ignored the letters of the others. And finally, because Tuberville put the hold on, they agreed to the briefing, and that's what they confessed to how horrendous this new policy was. They laid it out, and that's when um, it's just been a war. They've just ignored him, refused to respond. And really, Bruce, this is what we see happening in the House, too, and in the Senate. Congressmen of both parties in the House and in the Senate used to get deference. They got respect. And this is what we see not happening right now, whether it's the Justice Department or the military or the executive branch. They don't care. They have denigrated to congressmen, to really the people that represent us, the people, the people's branches, to nothing. They've ignored them. They just want to dictate policy. You know, the Constitution itself talks about oversight by the the Congress and the military exists at the, I I won't call it the pleasure of the Congress, but the Congress is who funds the military. And without funding, there is no military. And the Congress has a duty. They have an obligation to oversee how the money they allocate to the military is being spent. And this this is exactly what this is about. It's about policy. It's about morality. We don't. Uh, I think most of us listening here would agree that we are against people being, you know, shuttled all over the country so they can receive their abortion at will and be paid for by the government. But also, if you want to look at it in a strictly economic terms, is this why Congress is allocating money to the military? Is to be spent on on abortions? No, it's to fund personnel, it's to fund equipment, it's to fund weapons, it's to fund uh, the the travel that's needed to get our military where they need to go. It is not to be teaching DEI, it is not to be teaching uh, transgenderism, it is not to be enabling those things, and it's certainly not to be giving women abortion on demand paid for by the government. Yes, exactly. All right, well, I think we've made our point. I hope I hope now you understand, and this would be a good show for you to share with your friends if they're unclear about this. It's very important, and we urge you to call your senators, and I don't care if they're Republicans or Democrats. It doesn't have to be the nine or even the ones we just mentioned. 
But certainly those of you in Missouri and those of you in Indiana listening, uh, those of you in South Carolina will want to call those three senators, Todd Young, Lindsey Graham, and uh, Joni Ernst, uh, and you'll want to be, make sure that they understand that they're, you do not support what they're doing. And I would also say when they come up for re-election, man, you better consider where you're placing your vote. All right, well, uh, I hope you enjoyed today's edition of Sandy Reels 24-7. We want to thank our sponsors, Christian Healthcare Ministries, uh, which provides your health care in a very brand-new, wonderful way, which provides your health care in a very different way, a delightfully fresh, different kind of way. Check them out at chministries.org slash Sandy and also... Really relevant to the show today, Preborn, which supplies ultrasounds to mothers so they can see their babies and choose life. Go to preborn.com slash Sandy. That's preborn.com slash Sandy. Remember, remember you can call us at 662-821-2040, 662-821-2040. You can find us at any podcast platform, any social media outlet. You can go to sandyrios.com and find out more information. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to today's edition of Sandy Rios 24-7.